0: Hey, listen, it was a one-week hiatus. Mm-hmm. We needed it. <laughs> a lot of circumstances and situations arose, but we're going to give y'all all the things y'all need on this mm-hmm. particular day. It is Monday. It's 5.24 p.m. Perk, and we finna get the people what they want because we always do. All right, welcome to the pod. This is Swaggo and Perk. We're going to go to the cloud. <laughs> you already know. You already know. Oh, it's God. been too long. We're going to dive right in, man, because it's a lot going on in the sports world. It's a lot going on in pop culture. It's a lot going on. And obviously, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And based on how we look, we know we're going to eat good. So listen, man, I got to get to you. This, this is why I love sitting with you on a weekly basis because when stuff go down in the NBA, the first person I think about is my little big homie, Kendrick Perkins. Perkins, yes. i I'm yes. going to just tee you up like this, bro. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Isaiah Stewart, it looked like it was about to go down like when we used to be in the club in college. Tell me what happened. Tell me what should happen. Give me all the things, Bron and Isaiah Stewart, man. I'm going to sit back and let you have the floor, brother.
1: Well, well, I'm going to say this. Let me say this. It feels good to be back, okay? That's one thing. That's number one. It feels damn good to be back. (laughs) One thing. Second of all, it feels good to finally have some type of physicality altercation back in the NBA. It feels good to have that. Look, I know know the NBA. I know Adam Silver is not feeling that at times. and, And, you know, things escalated last night. But, look, you you love the competitiveness because, listen, right after that happened, the game got good. And and, and viewership on the league pass went up. Russell Westbrook took off. Anthony Davis took off. They went will themselves to victory. And I honestly believe, before I get into the incident, that the Lakers needed that. They needed Mm -hmm. that, that, that type of adversity to come together. Now they say, you know what? Man, I see guys got my back. We saw Russ squaring it off in that Cali style. (laughs) That, 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 That elbow and everything was kind of cocked up a little high, right? So we watch, I'm watching all that. I'm like, okay, cool. They could come together. I didn't care if it was the Pistons, but the incident. First off, let's stop with LeBron did it on purpose and all that. No, they were tangled up. They were tangled up. And the person who actually instigated it was Isaiah Stewart. I mean, just think about it. You know this from Hooper, when you're in the middle and it's a free throw line situation and you're in the middle, you are supposed to tangle with the guy on the lower block. On the
0: lower block, block, no doubt.
1: While you even entertaining LeBron James and putting the arm in his face. Okay, you get caught with an elbow. It happens. If you're gonna, look, if you're gonna be a guy that's gonna be physical out there, Isaiah Stewart, and you're gonna be initiating a lot of this contact, you gotta be willing to receive some of this contact. It's part of it. So you get caught with a little elbow, and you and Braun have a step off, okay? We all know nobody go bust a grape in a fruit fight, <laughs> ain't gonna poke milk bacteria, <laughs> and ain't gonna listen to it, go snap, crackle, or pop. All right, we already know that. We know that off the muscle, but <laughs> but I will say this. He got mad because he saw blood. Once you see blood and you taste blood, then it, it, it amps you to another level. I don't want no problems with Isaiah Stewart. I seen it in me his, me, me it in his me face. Me neither. Me neither. The man got veins popping out his ears. I don't want no smoke. Now, if I had to, I would. I'm not, I'm just not looking for him, okay? That's 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 another thing. But I just feel like maybe for Isaiah Stewart you know what I mean? Because, you know, he ran over some coaches and he caused a big scene, you know, after the fact, after they thought they had broken the situation up, he probably should get like a two or three game suspension, nothing more. Mm. I don't think LeBron James should get suspended. I honestly think he should just get like a fine and move on because he didn't do it on purpose. So since he didn't do it on purpose, you know, and they just got tangled up and he just got caught with the elbow because you could see in the video, LeBron actually tried to apologize when he saw he actually hit him. He wasn't yeah. trying to, you know what I mean? So, you know, LeBron is doing all the right things because, see, you got to do the right things, right? Once you have an incident like that, you got to do the right thing, Swaggoo. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that That on top of saying the right things and doing the right things afterwards in the back, because that that's gonna determine the decision or the consequences that the league is gonna have on you. A guy that that's been fined over two hundred thousand dollars, a guy that's been suspended. I know you got to make sure you have some type of remorse and say, "I didn't mean that." But then you yeah. know, with me, I actually meant that. I just had to say that so that <laughs> I would I would get those type of consequences. You know what I mean? So I don't think I think people overreacting. You know what I mean? Like, I think Isaiah Stewart, probably a two or three-game suspension because of him running over coaches and doing all that. But other than that, we got to move on, man. That wasn't nothing but a little, you know what I'm saying, a little gimme
0: grab and, you know, I ain't doing nothing. I think, I think this is about to be our first fight. I think we're going to have to mark this day in history that this is going to be our first fight, Perk. Because, listen, first of all, we're going to tell everybody on this podcast, we are LeBron James apologists. That's what we are. We always gonna be that. We got mad love for the LBJ, the king. So we gonna show love to LBJ. But perk on this one, man. Listen, man, I can't mean, I can't not mean to shoot you, but I shot you. You got to pay consequences for that. Like that, that's where I'm at with it. Listen, LeBron t- is trying to get away, and I get it, bro. I understand every, you know, we, you know, me, we hooped, we played mm-hmm. a physical game. You know me. But I think the message you send, if you don't suspend him or you don't find him like like a big time fee, is that well we can accidentally do this and bust somebody <laughs> eye wide open. Like right? so, so I'm with you. I don't think I don't think it was intentional. I don't think LeBron had no no, no malicious nature to hitting Isaiah Stewart in the eye. But what I will say, Perk, dang, I hate. I feel like the police right now. I, already I hate. Know.
1: I feel I like the police, but we but, not we we police in the situation. So keep I preaching.
0: I know, man. I know, man. So so we we. I get it, what you are saying? But I I still can't get the image out of my 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 eyes that the man got to have stitches. All right, and he bleeding from everywhere in his face. Perk the man's face was bleeding. Don't even say above his His whole face was. Bleeding. He had blood in his mouth. Yeah, It looked like the man had walked in the middle of a pack of damn lions, man. And he got mangled. And he was just trying to find his way out of there. So I get it. I agree with you on the reaction, man, because I, I know, you know, our big homie, Steven Jackson, obviously the malice in the palace, he don't like to talk about it, so we're going to keep it short and brief. Okay? Yeah. My cousin, your big homie. Um, I know for sure that the NBA was like, no, please, God, not another not another one, not this situation here once again. LeBron should get a game, Bert. And the only reason I say he should get a game is because you know, you know this, dudes in the NBA are going to take this to another level. Bam, I ain't mean it. I ain't mean to do it. It was an accident. Bam, I ain't mean it. It was an accident. So I, I understand incidental contact. I understand it being a, a, a situation where they tangled up and getting off. But perk, if you don't send that message, man, it's gonna get bad, bro. It's gonna get bad. I like the physicality. I love that the NBA is letting that come back. But this particular situation, I feel like if you don't do nothing, the real crazy ones gonna use it. Yeah, you you
1: know what? I can't disagree with you on that, and I'm okay. If the NBA say, you know what, we're going to find LeBron James for one guy, I'm okay with that. So in in a perfect world outside of us right now, people would love to see us going back and forth, but I actually agree with you. Listen, man,
0: I'm looking at that situation. I'm like, I see Isaiah Stewart's standpoint. I see where he's coming from. I see where Bron coming from. Bron thinking I just made a basketball play. It just ended up being a bad situation. Isaiah Stewart saying, man, I just got snuffed. I'm about to throw these things. I want to throw these things and make everything right. I get both sides of it, but beyond that, bro, it was it was to your point. I'm glad it didn't turn into a to a, a like a crazy crazy scene. Right, but right. I do. I I gotta admit, perk being being an '80s baby and growing up in the '90s, yeah. watching the NBA, I did like it. Am I wrong for liking it a little bit? Hey, what type of baby are you? 80s baby
1: <laughs> man. 83 you up not, in the building. You, you wasn't mad because I had no listen. No, no lie. I had no no I had no sense of urgency or whatever to go and watch that game last night. All of a yeah. sudden, all of a sudden I get an alert to my phone, LeBron James been ejected. Oh, that made me dial in. I was like, you know what? I'm not watching the Lakers in Detroit. If the Lakers don't beat me, <laughs> they got a problem. I'm not t- turning it on. It's football Sunday. It's a lot going on. You know what I mean? So I'm not watching it. There's other things I could be watching besides the Lakers and the Pistons. But I tell you what, it made me watch it because after that, all I saw, all I was hearing about was, oh, okay, Russ. So I said, oh, oh, he must be in it. The- Let me turn this on. Next thing he I in know, his bag. it's a good game. It's a, it's
0: yeah. A good, yeah. He was in his light like, pack vacation clothes. <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of beef, speaking of beef, man, it's a whole situation going on outside of basketball, which includes LeBron James as well. Okay. This Enos Cantor situation where Enos is talking about LeBron and his impact in, in society how he kowtow into certain levels of authority, certain countries not to be named, but everybody know what we're talking about, China, basically. That's what I'm going to say. I don't give a damn. we on our own podcast. Um, All right. I don't understand. Perk, if you know the origin of this, where does this come from? And then secondly, I want to hear your thoughts on Cantor's energy towards LeBron James. And he made a statement about Michael Jordan and then after I, after I listen to you, I'm going to get my piece on it. And then we're going to move on to some happier times, man. But what's happening with Ennis Cantor and LeBron and MJ?
1: Well, here it is, right? Ennis Cantor is not really doing anything. Matter of fact, he's not doing anything wrong when it comes up for what he's standing for. What he's standing for is he's standing for a situation in China You know, where people are losing their lives and things to that nature. Don't have to go into details, but he's standing for the right cause. Okay. I'm not gonna knock him for that. What he's standing for and what he's what his where his heart is at is for the right thing, right? It's for the right thing. You can't do nothing but applaud what he's standing for. Now, with that being said, what he's standing for and the fight that he's fighting. Doesn't mean that anybody else is obligated to fight the fight the way that he's fighting it. You know Thank what I mean? So, saying that. Yes, man. And we we have that problem with dealing with in social justice or social justice every single time, and that's what caused separation because everybody wants you to fight the fight the way that they're fighting the fight. Some people don't want to do it that way, and then when you look at this situation, you have in this He's, he's called out LeBron James on several occasions for not speaking up about it or even t- telling him at times, you know, about his leadership in the black community. And so I'm like, hold on, man. So I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to let this go by. Then I see uh, two days ago, he said the same thing about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan haven't done nothing for the African-American community. All he care about is his shoe sales and this, that, and the other. That pissed me off. Yeah. One, how in the hell are you gonna tell another black uh, tell a black man? I ain't gonna even say another black man because you're not even black. How are you gonna tell a black man how to in uh, indulge impact his community? Yeah, into his community. When you didn't grow up there, you don't even know. So, so my thing is, is that you gotta Ennis got to pipe it down a lot because right now what he's doing is not the right thing for us trying to call other people out about other situations that he can't relate to. Now again, I talk about and I stand with him on his stance as far as the situation in China and what he's fighting. But brother, just because you're fighting that fight the way that you want to fight it, that's you as a grown man. Nobody else is obligated to go and fight that particular fight the way you want them to.
0: Yeah. The way you want yeah. them to.
1: And you know it's a sticky situation when it comes down to, you know, NBA players, especially people that, that are employed by the NBA, actually talking about situations that's dealing with China. We saw what happened when Darryl More spoke on Darryl something. Moore. We saw what happened with that situation. So at the end of the day, man, you have to – Make sure that you know what I'm saying, as a player, you got to have all your T's crossed and all your all your eyes dotted before you just jump out there. And then the last thing, and I'm gonna give you the floor. How in the hell do you expect <laughs> LeBron James and Michael Jordan to be cleaning up somebody else's home when our own home, our own house, is dirty as hell? You like, better preach on me. And, and you it's better like. Preach. It's like this, dog. Like, we got enough problems in America. Right? We still, we, we so, man, look, we got such a long way to go before we even clean up our house, before we even pull out the back and clean that fabuloso to even think about, you know what I'm saying, getting some box, some uh some Clorox or some bottles of Clorox and going to China or any other country to clean up I'm what they got notes. going on. Huh? And it, it ain't got nothing to do that. That saying again. I'm gonna repeat. I'm with in this counter on what he's standing for, right. but don't be calling out other people to fight the fight the way you want them to fight the fight. Period.
0: Perk, I love what you said, bro. And let me let me let me dive into two two pieces of this, and then we gonna move on. One, right the 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 whole idea. Like I remember when all of the stuff went down with China and LeBron, and it, it was see, – see, this is what I hate about society now, man, and I love that we get into this on this podcast. The political games dilute people' real feelings because, hmm. honestly, all of the people that came at all of the people that was coming at LeBron about China or coming at whoever about China, they don't give a damn about China. They don't care what's happening in China. That's a way to get LeBron James. That's Mm -hmm. a way to make him that you think you're going to make him look stupid. It ain't ain't just LeBron. It's happening in so many – like the politics of everything now is about how can we make this person look bad. I tell people this all the time on Twitter, Perk. You know how we go back and forth with people and we be talking about sports and all of that. And they be going to war. They be going to war for certain situations, certain incidents. And my response is always, Bro, you don't really care about the, the type of energy you giving me about this topic, you don't care about it that much. Come Stop on. trying to so so, so here's my thing. Here's my thing, here's my thing. Because to your point, Ennis Cantor obviously feels strongly about the human struggle that's going on in China. He obviously feels strongly about it. But to, but to but to interlace that with your ill will towards LeBron dilutes what you're trying to do. Come on, right? man. So for me, for me, when I look at this situation as a whole between him and Ennis Cantor, this becomes more about Ennis Cantor not liking LeBron James as opposed to the work he's trying to get LeBron James to do. That's they number got, one.
1: They got the, history.
0: The, they got Obviously. Obviously, right? So so for me, Perk, Perk what I'm saying is if we going to ride together, if we gonna talk about certain things, if we're gonna have disagreements and agreements about certain things, let it be about how we feel about it mm-hmm. and not how you think other people gonna react mm-hmm. to me saying something about you. Mm-hmm. All right, that's number one. Number two, when you start talking about the black community, hey bro, sit this one out, family. Sit this one out. You can go, you can go down there right now. That man got a whole school putting kids to college for free. He's doing, more th- he's doing more in this community that I can remember from a public standpoint, because I know a lot of dudes in the NBA get back to their communities. They show love to the black community. They show love to all communities, number one. But the second thing is when you, when you attack LeBron James about humanitarian work, you lose. You don't, you, you have no argument. There is a track record there that does not allow you to question what this man does for communities. It's a track record there for a lot of these dudes where, you you know, cause this, this always another thing, right? I Me, mean, you hear this all the time when, when something go down, when something go down in this country. Well, what about Chicago? Man, you don't care about Chicago. You using that to create your narrative. Mm-hmm. You don't care about that. They got yeah. people every day working tirelessly in the South side of Chicago trying to get that situation corrected that nobody, nobody ever knows. Nobody ever says their name. There's a lot of athletes on the South side of Chicago. I know the white guys got a baseball player and do a lot of work in that community. See, Perk, this is what I hate about where we are in society. Now it's become more about making you look bad than getting the actual work done. Come Come on. That's the part. That I struggle with when it when it gets to this point. Now, in his cancer, is standing. He's standing on the right side of what you're supposed to do when you see human tragedy and, and things going on of that nature. Mm-hmm. But why would you dilute that by going after LeBron James because he's not speaking on something you want him to speak on? And, and, and I got to be honest with you, Perk. I got to call. I got to call our own out old people. We do it more to each other than anybody. Yes. we. Yes. You you, and I know, being in this position at this job all the time, why y'all ain't say nothing about this? Why y'all not get on the black players? Why when a white player do something bad, y'all got to go ten on them? Bro, listen, Ooh. we ain't here. We are not here to mm-hmm. degrade or <laughs> knock nobody down. We are here mm-hmm. to tell the absolute truth and give an opinion about the things that we watch and transpire. All right, I went long enough on that. I just had to get that out. I'm going to tell everybody out there, when you're fighting for a good cause, when you're doing humanitarian work, when you got something going and you're trying to help people, don't dilute it by trying to call somebody else out because they ain't doing what you want them to do or they don't have the same type of energy towards something you have the same type of energy about. Period. The same thing that's important to you, the things that's most important to you, the reality is it might not be as important to the next black man. Period. This clout chasing political game society that we're in, it really bothers me. I ain't gonna get off on a tangent. I'm gonna just tell you, bro, that bothers me tremendously because we like like we got this latch on society. Oh, he feel like I feel, so let's go latch on and let's hate everybody else that don't feel like us. I hate that, bro. I tell people all the time, you got left, right, conservative, liberal. I broke this whole thing, hey man. What's right? What's wrong? Right. That's the simple question. What's the right, right. thing to do? What's the role? That, that's that's how I determine my decision-making process. The Come second on. thing is this, man. The second thing is this, man. When we when we having conversations like this between you and I, mm-hmm. the, the thing that I love more than anything is we're going to have people listen to our podcast that's going to vehemently disagree with what we're saying. And you know why I like that perk? Because that's real life. That's real life, bro. We got to stop getting in these silos. We got to stop getting with the groups that we only agree with. We got to stop feeling like this is the only place that we could thrive because everybody likes me over here. And I think what people going to respect in turn about what we do on this podcast, and we've said it before, we don't give a damn if you like us. You're going to get the truth in our opinion. Yeah. Right? That's going to turn some people off. That's going to make some people mad
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: With that being said, man, let's move on to some good stuff, man. Some good stuff. Perk! I watched this damn movie, man. King Richard bro, and Will Smith. Listen, I'm going to give you the floor. Dive right into it. Don't (laughs) even... You know what? Look, we dysfunctional, okay? We
1: are dysfunctional. Swag doing perk is dysfunctional. I don't need you to tee nothing up. I want you okay. to dive right into it already. Right. Right. Cause you know why? When I saw you just talking on the last segment, I saw <laughs> <about> the. Truck, <laughs> man, hey, <laughs> go ahead,
0: bro, go ahead, don't go bro, ahead. And dive, dive right into it. So, so my eight-year-old bro, Miko, my youngest daughter, she came in. I was in my office, man. I'm usually on the computer working or playing Fortnite or something. She's like, let's watch a movie, right?" And I got two daughters. I got a 14 year old daughter, I got an eight year old daughter and I got a son in the middle of June that's 12. Mm-hmm. And they and when I went, I didn't know what we was watching. My eight year old picked it. So I thought we was gonna watch, you know, something on Disney Plus or something like that. Cause that's usually what it is. But I walk in and it's King Richard all, right? And I had been, obviously I was gonna watch the movie but I was gonna watch it with, with me and my wife cause that's what my plan was. Because I, I was thinking this is from a parent's perspective. So let's right. watch it first. And then you know, turn the kids on to it. But I'm watching this movie, Perk, and, and, and I find myself for the majority of the movie, I'm ear to ear, bro. Mm. I'm ear to ear. I'm smiling, ear to ear. And I'm thinking about the belief that you have to have in your kids before anybody else in this world get them. Mm-hmm. Before, before you send them off to a coach, before you send them off to a school before you send them off to a group or organization, they are going to emulate and their belief system will be built off of how their parents teach them. Mm. So the whole movie, I'm thinking about again Hold on. you got to repeat you, that. I got you. I got you. you, you your kids, mm-hmm. your kids' belief system in themselves is created foundationally from the parents that's in the house. Mama and daddy, how much do you believe in me so mm. when I go out here to the real world, nobody could tell me different? And mm. that's what Venus and Serena had, bro. And I'm looking at this man. And, and, and listen, listen, I'm looking, I'm like, man, this dude crazy. At, at certain points in the movie, I'm like, this dude crazy. But the one thing I never wavered on, Perk, was that he believed in his girls. Mm. And he built them up. And he told everybody this is what they are going to be. This is what these two are going to be. People didn't believe him. People denied it. They turned it down. They did all of that. And the bottom line was this. What he said was going to happen, happened. And it and it wasn't, here, here's, the, here's the beauty in that movie. A lot of it had to do with the work that he instilled the practice, the hours, taking them to the parks, you know, tennis balls and believing in them, trying to go find them coaches. The so thing, th- Sacrifice. The one most important thing that man did was he put in his girls' minds that they would be the best tennis players to ever live. And they believed that from the time they were little until we seeing them now, Venus and Serena. Mm. They changed the culture. Bro, I'm, I, I got to be honest with you. I knew about Arthur Ashe. My mom is a big tennis fan. I knew about Arthur Ashe. I knew about Martina. I knew about uh, Roddick. I knew about Joko, Djokovic. I knew all these Nadal. I've watched enough tennis now to know because my mama in it. Venus and Serena, when, when, when it's all said and done, when we making documentaries and they getting their Lifetime Achievement Awards, and when everybody realized what they did, mm-hmm. they broke. The father and mother of Venus and Serena Williams told them girls, you can be this. And they believed in them. They invested in them. They put time in it and they became that. Now it takes me into the second level, but I'm going to give you Venus and Serena. Was Lavar Ball really that crazy?
1: No, 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 no. And you know what? Let me, let me say this. I've apologized to Lavoie Ball because yeah. I, I was yeah, I was one of them people, one of them mm-hmm. people. Uh, you know, sometimes we, we start to follow the crowd and forget. Me too. We, Me yeah. too. Yeah, so I start following the crowd and start saying, Man, this dude tripping, but he wasn't tripping. He had a vision as well. Now he's a little bit outgoing and outspoken yeah. and a little bit flamboyant about
0: it. Okay, hey, hey yeah. Perk, Perk, that don't mean we agree with everything he did. Right, I don't. I, don't right. I still don't agree with everything right. he did, but go ahead. Right, but we agree with
1: one thing: is his belief in his boys and how absolutely it, it's becoming true at this very particular time. Okay, but I, I, I want to say this: I haven't saw the movie yet. Okay, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna I'm gonna get around to it and watch Ooh. the movie. Yeah, and I want to be I want to be perfectly honest with you. First of all, yeah. shout out to Mama Swaggoo for putting your <laughs> For putting your mind off of basketball and football and making you engage into something else for once. Okay? <laughs> Shout out to Mama Swagoo real quick. Yeah, for putting you into something else in a different space. I, I, I appreciate her for that real talk. No doubt. No but,
0: doubt.
1: But I will say this. I haven't watched movies in a long time, bro. I ain't yeah lot, Because if I ain't watching uh, basketball, I'm watching football. If I ain't watching uh, NFL football, I'm watching college. I'm watching uh, uh, NCAA basketball. And then yep. I'm in the habit, I'm watching boxing. I'm going to get to it. But all your points came down to one particular thing that I just want to touch on. So before you told me about, I never heard about the movie. I just saw bits and pieces on social media. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, which you and I love to be on, I don't like to be on social media app, but I love to get on Twitter because I. I Yeah, yeah, I love Twitter because you know, Twitter, you go get it all. Like you, it's a wild, it's a wild wild wild
0: world out there. I thrive in that world.
1: It it is, it is, is. and so and so here it is, right? I'm looking at the comments. This is before you even told me about this, And, and and look, we don't rehearse swag and Perk, okay? So we don't know what, either one, what each other is about to say when we come on here, we just listening, okay? It's called yeah. listening skills. You gotta have that, all right? So I'm on Twitter and I see people and I saw one tweet was about, oh, the whole movie was basically about Serena and Venus' uh, dad. And I'm like, I don't give a damn. What if, I don't give a damn if it was 80% about him. Was the movie good? Was the movie, so, what i'm getting at is why you got to have a complaint when all of a sudden a movie is praising a black father or shining a light on a black father for what he's doing with his kids but it's okay oh it's okay for you to go watch you know a documentary or it's go it's okay for you to go watch a movie like get rich or die trying with well, 50 Cent didn't really know who his father was, never had a father. It's okay for you to see that type of thing, but it's not okay for you to actually go turn on the TV Perp, and see realness. Perp,
0: huh? The name of the movie was King Richard, bro.
1: You see what I'm saying?
0: You like, see what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead, man. I, yeah, but go I'm, I'm, ahead,
1: man. So, so when I look at it, and I'm not just even talking about this not even talk, just even talking about African American fathers' swagoo. This talking about fathers in general, because fathers
0: that believe in their children,
1: they believe in their children. That's that's actually being fathers. That's actually yep. in the moment, not missing none of those childhood memories. Actually, actually showing that fatherly love and giving that fatherly love on a day to day basis. Why we can't applaud them? It don't have to. Be, and I'm talking to all fathers of
0: all races. It's Farton, okay. Farton. Let let me say this. To your point, man, I think it's important for us, man, because I, I, you know, I'm we we all about black fathers and black empowerment. We all about that on this podcast. I got some I got some white brothers that are phenomenal fathers that I watch, that I emulate, that do things with their children that I'm trying to aspire to be like. I used to talk to a couple fathers that were Caucasian about how they mix time with their kids in this business. That's hmm. not just. Being a good father is being a good father. It ain't got the damn thing to do with your skin color. But go ahead, man. I just had to get that.
1: No, no, no. no. I just wanted to touch on that point that just to tell certain people out there that got dirty souls, it's okay. It's okay Because going into the movie, you should have had, like I haven't even watched the movie. But I know if they're telling their story, guess what? Not only is the father going to be involved, but the mother's gonna be involved, and so something has. Before you even told me what happened, you gave me your summary of and your points of the of the movie. But I knew going into that before I even heard you speak about it that I yeah. knew it was gonna be some type of praise or some type of recognition on what their parents meant to them, especially their right. father, right? right. Because it's not right. the first time we heard about. You know, him being in their life and what he done for them for us in the tennis world and being the father. So I don't – I think you have touched on every part. I didn't want to – I just want to touch on that particular – you know, that particular point. Well, it's important.
0: It's important. I'm glad you said it, man, because going back to what I was talking about earlier, the other thing is it was three more daughters. Oh. And they all – one – they all were very smart, all were very bright. There's also scenes in the movie. If you ain't saw the movie, I'm sorry, I don't give a damn. The mama took Serena out to the to the tennis court and mm-hmm. taught her things that she still used when she became a professional. So yeah, the movie was about their father because he was the he was the centerpiece and he was the out-of-the-box thinking part person that got his daughters into all of these tennis clubs and got them to the practices, didn't have the financial the financial part that he needed, but he went and talked and grinded and did all of that. This movie was about a beautiful black family with five girls, two that, ha- that happened to become two of the greatest tennis players ever. One is the greatest of all time in Serena, and it's because mm. their father and their mother, father specifically, because that's who the movie was about, told them when they was young, this is who you can be. If you want to be this, we're going to support you, and we're going to build a belief system in you to tell you that you can be this and then materialize, which brings me to LaVar Ball. I don't like all of the antics. I didn't love all of the all of the things that Labor did. But the one thing he did is he told us that his sons could hoop. He instilled that belief in them. And now he got two in the NBA that yep. are phenomenal basketball players. Son. Absolutely.
1: And you can't do nothing but applaud them. You cannot do yes. you can't do nothing because he he, he and has- their mother. Yes, both of them, because yes. they believed in those boys. That's why they got the swag. That's why they got the drip. That's why they got the confidence, because he believed, they believed in into those ball brothers. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, look, if you can't relate, then you got to get your soul cleansed, period. Like, it, it has nothing to do with us. You just got to get those evil spirits about you, because this yeah, right man. here is an appreciation moment. And look, this, hold, hold yes. on. I, 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 <laughs> I got to tell you something. You were right. You were right. Since we sticking on the NBA, you were right. You were right. LeBron James suspended one one game, reported by our boy Woj while we're in the middle of the party. You know, look, you know, you know, Woj, you know Woj, you know Woj uh, uh, reports be on Bro Woj is the first guy that I've ever seen be on national TV on Sports Center and answer his phone and report news. He did that. He no did problem. that. He made history, so that's he could definitely report something and break up swagoo and perk. Isaiah Stewart got two games. LeBron got one. I think that's foul.
0: I that's think foul to me.
1: Let's move on. Let's move on.
0: Woj break news in the middle of a birth. Woj, 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 Woj. If news got to be broke, he'll break it, man. Listen, listen. Go ahead and somebody, I think that's foul, To your point. In the You're middle, of, in the a middle of a birth. In the middle, Woj. Wold's child about to be born, he gonna break some new. <laughs> he gonna break some, some new, straight up, straight but,
1: up. But it's fair, because both of those games, those two games that Isaiah is getting suspended, that's probably gonna cost him a grip. You know yeah. LeBron making a grip, so that one game gonna cost him Ooh. over 200, 300,000. So, you know, it's fair, man. Look, we move it's on. I know we got some other topics. I just want to get your thoughts on two teams in the NBA before we move on. Okay. Okay. One is the Phoenix Suns. Okay. And and, and the reason I want to get that is because the, this team has won 12 in a row. I believe it is. And with, all we're talking about is the Golden State Warriors, and rightfully so because they're balling too. But this team that went to the finals last year, has won 12 in a row, that brought everybody back, is on a 12-game winning streak, and looking at their schedule, it could be longer, okay? Yeah. Next, I want you to dive into – I was going to ask you about Giannis, but we already appreciate Giannis. We know what he is. I wanted to get your thoughts on the Knicks, okay? Because the Knicks right now, in my opinion, you want me to tell you what they're like? They're like a broken refrigerator. They can't keep a damn thing cold. They, keep it, <laughs> they can't keep a damn thing cold. It's like a broken refrigerator. You can't keep a damn thing cold. And I had to say refrigerator because where I'm from, we called it the ice box. The ice, ice box, baby. <laughs> the ice, the box. ice box. So I don't, wanna, I don't want people to be thinking what the hell is the ice box, so I said the refrigerator. The refrigerator. But look, I wanted your quick top, like your yeah. thoughts. On those two teams, before we move on to to the next, you know I had to get my tea up in one time. Real,
0: I know, I know, I love when you're the host, bro. I'm gonna I'm be real quick on the Suns. You can't never discount the fact that CP3 is the point guard. That's number one. Devin Booker, Devin Booker is a budding star, bro. Like they have the makeup of a team. You know what I love about the Phoenix Suns. You know what I love about teams in general, and why I like Golden State too, and how they do things. Everybody know they roll. We. <laughs> To your point, you said this in our wisdom moment Everybody a couple what? Everybody, everybody know what? they roll, they roll, and yeah. you said that you said the important thing when I asked you about your wisdom. Just because you ain't driving the boat, don't sink it. All right, that is why it's so important in basketball, per to have when when, when it's going haywire. Right, I know money over there on the bench. I know he over there on the bench. He the calm, cool coach. He could settle the waters and all of that, but it ain't nothing like having that dude on the floor with you. That floor it ain't gym. nothing like it. It ain't Free. nothing like it. So, so CP three, Devin Book. Devin Booker is the superstar for the Phoenix Suns. CP three mm-hmm. is the veteran you need to glue everything together. Uh, Mikael Bridges, roll R- right. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna give you a perfect example of Mikael Bridges. I was thinking about it when I watched him the other day. Bruce Bowen. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Bowen. His yeah. role. He stars in his role. Now, I'm going to go to the Knicks because this is what I love. First of all, I want the Garden back. The Garden has looked good. Perk. I love it. I love yeah. the fact that that's his good. Hey, look, the perfect. Garden has been rocking, It's been me. rocking. Worldwide West over there. Thibodeau over there. Hey, I, I like it. I like it what they're doing. What I just said about Phoenix is what they don't have. Mm. They don't have – I love Julius. Julius out of his, he's good. You've seen his game materialize, get better. You see the work start to start to progress and get better. I know Derrick Rose is that dude. I know the type of respect that Derrick Rose has in this league. But they gotta go find a get me a bucket every damn trip down the floor. They gotta find it. And I was with Stephen A on this. I was with I was on first take. Stephen A was going crazy. As, of, man, course. of course <laughs> yeah. man, I wish K- man I wish KD would have went to that garden bro I wish KD would have went to that garden so bad now like and, and look hindsight 2020 All right, right. I wish KD would have went to that garden because you got the marquee perk the problem is they don't have the marquee right now bro mm-hmm. I love Derrick Rose I love Julius Randle I love the way these dudes play basketball but but when you but when you think New York, and you want to put that name up on that marquee, bro, it gotta be one of them, dog. It gotta be one of them top dogs. It gotta be like it gotta be like when, when Sinatra name showed up in Vegas. It gotta yes. be like when MJ walked into the arena in Chicago. Yes. You got for the Garden. The Garden always needs one of the top three NBA players in the league on their team. Mm. All right, that's where I'm at with that. With, with nah, those two situations,
1: nah. you, you're absolutely right, man. And I just want to look, I think KD know, knows that as well. Oh, man, See, you know, bro. If you, you just watch the Brooklyn, and, and I'm not even about to dive into it, but just watch the bro- a Brooklyn Nets game at home and watch a Knicks game at home. I it's know, completely dude. different. The energy, like, you want to be in an arena that give you chill bumps. I, I yes, I'm fortunate. I was fortunate Boston. to play in Boston, and then I was fortunate to go to Oklahoma City, Loud City. You want those type of atmospheres, man. You want to be embedded into that, but I don't even want to stay on this long because I know we got one thing to get into Pardon. before we go, and God damn it, we got to get into it.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. I got, I got to tell everybody right now. My sister in town, she's sitting right here next to me, listening to the podcast. Perk, what you gonna eat, man? What uh-huh. you gonna eat? Just, just tell me what you gonna eat, man. Just tell, give uh-huh. me, give me from the time you wake up Thanksgiving morning.
1: Uh
0: huh. And I'm not yeah. gonna even say when it's over because the leftovers last like two, three days.
1: For, for sure.
0: What are you? First of all, I want the whole Thanksgiving perk picture. Just, I'm going to shut up, tell me what's happening on Thanksgiving, or the night before, because we cooked the night before, you tell me what's cook. popping. Something of it the night
1: before, and none of it has to do with me. I don't cook a damn thing. None of it has to do with me, and that's the great thing about Thanksgiving, is that I don't have to do a damn thing, literally. Yes. I don't have to work, I don't have to cook, I don't have to turn on a pit. I don't have to go buy gifts. I don't have to do nothing. All I have to do is eat and watch football. So that's the first thing, right? The second thing, what I'm going to eat. <laughs> hey, look, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I'm I going to eat everything, OK? And when I say, when I say, <laughs> I, I mean, everything. listen, I'm talking about I I want, everything. And I'm not a ham guy. I'm not Me a ham too. guy. So, so I'm on, I want the fried turkey. And and I want the, I want the fried turkey I want mm-hmm. the, I want the crisp edges I want the crisp edges and I, <laughs> and I and I need the I need the baked turkey that's that's the open your, ass. your yeah. eyes open
0: your
1: eyes man that's that's the <laughs> meat I need there oh, yeah. and the reason let me tell you why I need the, why I need the the baked turkey not the smoked turkey the baked turkey because the baked turkey always end up in this bag in the oven and the bag is filled with gravy and juices Yes, at yes. Oh. and so when I, th- when I think about that, I'm thinking about how much flavor is bringing to my cornbread dressing, my rice dressing, oh.
0: my mac and
1: cheese, my yams, my green beans. That's, that's what my plate consists of. And I'm mm. gonna eat, listen, I'm gonna eat five of those plates. I'm gonna eat five, I'm gonna eat five because, you know when people come over, it's no, look in my house, when people come over, it's no more getting dishes out, okay? We got plastic plates and they got Absolutely. the new type. they got the new type that's a little bigger and way much stronger, okay? So you don't have to even worry about it. They like this long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what's gonna consist on my plate five times throughout the day, and Ooh. then when I go to dessert, the only thing I, my go-to move—I don't need cakes. All I need is a sweet potato pie. Talk and to I'm, the, talk to me, Lord. Talk <laughs> to me, Lord. I'm gonna get talk one. To me. I, I'm a, It's it's a couple of sweet potato pies, okay? Because I'm gonna have the ones that my wife and my mother-in-law gonna bake. That, that's gonna be there and mm-hmm. then i'm also gonna have a patty label pie and it's just two different oh, flavors it's just, <laughs> it's, just two, it's just it's just two different flavors and and man i'm gonna am gonna go to work i'm gonna go to work and what i'm gonna drink i'm not drinking no water i'm not drinking no water cognac I, it's, it's cognac
0: tequila
1: yes tequila's yes lobos is but but it's is Dr. Peppers in this coats all day. It's Perk, Dr.
0: Peppers in this coats all day. Praise I, the Lord. <laughs> Can I go right back? Can it be my turn? Can it be my turn? Oh my let it be my turn. Listen, man. First of all, a lot of the things you said, a lot of this stuff you said, I'm right there with you, bro. Let me tell you something right now. Lord, Lord is my witness. Perk. Now, I'm not like you, I gotta do, I, I actually have to participate in the preparing of the meals, but it's cause I like to. You mm-hmm. know me, I'm a griller. You are? I'ma I'm a fire that damn Traeger up, Perk, and I'ma <laughs> smoke, I'm smoke me two whole chickens. I'ma smoke me six Cornish hen, the little bitty whole chickens. I'ma fry me two whole chickens as well. Cause mm-hmm. Perk, if you run out of food Thanksgiving over, and we ain't doing that round here, all right. The second thing is this, man. My wife, bro. My wife is going to make some macaroni and cheese, perk. Mm. That is going to be baked. She baking it. Perk it's so thick you could throw it through a brick wall.
1: You got to cut it, it with a knife.
0: You like you got to cut it with a knife. And then when you hey perk perk, look at my hands. Look at my hands. When you when you when you cut through the top, it go, cause that cause that cheese then got crispy, and then per, we we freak them out first. We freak them yes. out. I put them, I put them, I put them in the, I put them in the pit, and I smoke it for the last twenty minutes. Oh no, you didn't! <laughs> Look at your face. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I smoked that thing for the last twenty. Per, it changes everything about it. It changes everything about it. We ain't right. To your point, sweet potato pie. My Gigi, who passed away, made the best sweet potato pie. We try to emulate it. We're going to try to emulate it this year. I taught my daughter how to make a seven-up pound cake. We're going to have a seven-up pound cake. Perk, I'm talking to you, Perk. Just, just, let, me, just, just let me get it in. We gonna, my grandmother, I mean, my wife's grandmother makes the best cornbread dressing. It takes three years to make. But when it's done, bro. It is amazing. You hear me? My mama is going to be in that kitchen with seasoning shakers in her hands, getting everything ready, getting it prepared. We're going to be playing gospel, and we're going to be playing Christmas music. We're going to be doing all of that, Perk. And last but not least, when I get done cooking, and all of them them foods are ready, them delectables is what I call them, I'm going to get me a big-ass plate, Perk and I'm going to put my sweet potatoes in a little circle. I'm going to put my cornbread dressing in a little circle. I'm going to put my macaroni and cheese in a circle. I'm going to cut me about half of that whole chicken, and I'm going to lay it across that other half of that plate that ain't done. I'm going to let that gravy seep on everything. It's going to seep. I want the gravy to seep on everything in there. I don't do cranberry I don't do cranberries, so I'm not going to have none of that. No, no Perk, we'll, do
1: that. we'll do that. We'll
0: do that. Speaking of your Pepsis and Cokes, I need me a Sprite, Perk, but I need it a particular way. This is how I need my Sprite, Perk. I need my Sprite out of a cooler. It can't come out of a refrigerator. It's got to come out of an ice cooler. Perk, when I open that thing and drink it, I want to feel like 17 punches got thrown to my dome. And then I let it settle in my system, and I let it sit in my soul and my spirit. That's Thanksgiving for me. I'm going to watch football. I'm going to watch these cowboys bounce back. I'm going to watch some football. We're going to laugh. I'm going to probably curse a lot. And last but not least, when I get to my third plate, I'm going to grab me a Mm -hmm. glass, and I'm going to pour me a large glass of that yak, big dog. And I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to thank the Lord for all he's done because my family is going to be here and I'm surrounded by the people that I love and we the ate good. And mm-hmm. Perk, you know what's so great about Thanksgiving now? What's that? We ain't broke no more. We can get all of it. We can get all the stuff we want to get. We don't got to go to no turkey drives. We ain't got to do nothing. I ain't throwing shade to the people that still got to do it because we going to be there for them and we going to supply it. But Perk, that's uh, Thanksgiving in my house, dog. A hey. bunch of eating, a bunch of napping, a bunch of football, a bunch yes. of drinking and sleep
1: yes yes that napping that napping dog because that that first play app and then when you go get your seconds you know what i'm saying that nap hit different when you fall asleep in the first quarter and then you wake up <laughs> the beginning of the fourth and then you got you a football game <laughs> you got you a football game we all have been there dog and i'm just sitting oh. up here good. listen dog the swaggle house is going to be popping. Be
0: popping. Poppin',
1: the household
0: poppin'. is popping down there. Hey, hey this house listen. Be and, and, yeah. and before we start, per, before we start on Thanksgiving, I tell everybody, I need the whole congregation of love that's in this house from the Spears family. Everybody go to an air-conditioned unit and put that thing on 69 <laughs> and make it cold as you can and get all of the cover that we got out and put it on the sofa, and let's eat, and drink, and watch football, and be merry. I love it, that's Thanksgiving. Perk, hey, listen, man, I love you, brother. I love you, brother, you have a happy Thanksgiving, man. I hope you and the family have it all. Perk, when we show back up on this podcast next week, we're going to be 30 pounds heavier, but don't nobody give a damn. It's been a magnificent podcast. This is the way to end it, Perk. I want you to give me one thing for the people when we get out of here. You got any nuggets of wisdom for them, or you got anything you want to say before we close this thing out? Oh
1: man, (laughs) oh, I'm just thinking, though. I'm thinking right now, man. Everything start watering my mouth, my eyes. Oh, you got the fucking about the thing, man. The the macaroni and cheese—they don't understand. Then you baked it, though. I know we gotta go, but you. She baked it and then you went outside
0: and did some moats. I did some mo-to it. I did some mo-to it, Perk. I know it's emotional. I know it's emotional. I get emotional every time we do it. I know it's emotional. Hey, hey, big dog. I just want to say this.
1: I just want to say this, man. I love you. I want everybody in the Swaggoo household, everybody that's listening to have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my, I don't have no bars to give you. But Thanksgiving is my favorite day, my favorite holiday. You know why? Because it, it it doesn't take, it doesn't, it doesn't have no agenda behind it. So you don't have yeah. to go buy gifts. This, don't, this really one of the only holidays you don't have about to go family. buy gifts. It's all about family, it's all about eating, and it's all about football, <laughs> and it's <laughs> all about giving thanks. So then, look, I just want everybody to have a happy Thanksgiving because I'm gonna be happy. You better
0: believe I'm gonna be happy. Blessings, blessings, blessings from the swag grew and Perk podcast. Listen, if you out there and you struggling on this holiday season or if you need some help, please find something local to help you out. Mm-hmm. Reach out to me and Big Perk. We got mad love for you. Perk, yeah. it's been a real one, man. You love Thanksgiving big, to swag grew and Perk. <laughs> Much love, my little big bro.
1: Yes, sir. Right back at you. <laughs> <laughs>